Hello and welcome to night number 21 of 31 Nights of Frights, year 2, the sequel. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. So since this seems to be the year of the anthology for me and also the year of Creepshow, I decided that I would revisit the Universal Tales from the Crypt films. So for tonight, we're going to visit the first of the Tales from the Crypt trilogy. Yes, I said trilogy, as two of them, Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood, are well known, where Tales from the Crypt Presents Ritual is not very well known, but we'll tackle those on future episodes. So with that, directed by Ernest Dickerson, this is 1995's Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Demon Knight actually, I have some very fond memories of this movie. I remember seeing the original, I guess, preview movie poster in my local theater in Pennsylvania when I was growing up, and I always wondered what the movie was actually about. I knew that it was a Tales from the Crypt movie, and I didn't know that this was even being released, so to actually see that for the coming attractions was pretty cool. And then when it was actually released, my mom and I wound up getting to the theater late. We were maybe about 10 to 15 minutes late for the beginning of the movie. So when I actually did see this on, I believe, HBO or either in a rental later, it was actually really cool to see the opening or the fake false opening for Demon Knight. The setup for this one actually goes just like a standard Tales from the Crypt episode. The difference is, is that this does feel like an actual movie version of an episode where the two movies that followed Bordello of Blood and Ritual feel like they could actually just be episodes of Tales from the Crypt. This one here is the only one in the Tales from the Crypt trilogy that actually feels like a movie. So that's actually really cool too because it does in fact feel like a Tales from the Crypt episode and does keep that EC vibe going throughout but everything here seems bigger, but in a smart way, because it definitely feels like it could still fit within the Tales from the Crypt HBO TV series. So I think the movie itself is really well done. I do think that the actual plot to the film is actually really cool. It involves a demon that is basically chasing down character Breaker, who has a key. This key is filled with some holy blood that may in fact contains some of the blood from Jesus Christ himself. And this actually is a means of protection for everybody there that's trapped in this hotel that demons are surrounding and trying to get this remaining key. It's written in the movie that there is seven keys and this would be the seventh key. And they need that to basically take over and start hell on earth or basically just scrap everything back to nothingness and i think that's actually one of the reasons of why this movie is very unique with the way it's done i like the religious tones to the movie the good versus evil idea it's definitely unique for its time and also ernest dickerson does some pretty good direction here we have some really good special effects on display, and some of the demon and possessed people, they rival things like The Thing as far as impressive practical effects use and puppetry. 
I was even more surprised to find out that they didn't even use something like K&B effects or anything like that. I wasn't even aware of the effects house that worked on this movie, but they did a great job. Everything here looks fantastic and it still holds up to this very day. In true Tales from the Crypt fashion, we actually have a pretty strong cast here with actors you've seen in other things before. You have Billy Zane as the collector, William Sadler as Breaker, and then you also have Jada Pinkett Smith and CCH Pounder. And I think the casting is fantastic here. You even get, I guess, sort of, uh, it's a little bit bigger than a cameo. He's not in it very much, but even Dick Miller is in this. For those of you who do not know Dick Miller, he was actually in Gremlins and The Terminator. He was Mr. Futterman in Gremlins. And it's definitely cool to see him here as kind of the pervy drunk guy. I also forgot to mention that Thomas Hayden Church is in this movie as well. It actually has a great cast going on for it. And I think that the movie itself, time has definitely been kind to this one. And I think it definitely needs a reviewing and revisiting from most audiences or horror fans. It's a well-written story, and not only that, it fits well within what was done with Tales from the Crypt, but doesn't have a lot of the cheesiness that the show had, but still feels essential to the Tales from the Crypt legacy in pop culture, TV, and comics. One more thing with getting back to the actual plot in the story, I did really like William Sadler's Breaker character and how he kept going back and having his visions and memories of things that happened before in his life. It's actually said that he is a soldier in World War I and they just so happen to be fighting against demons in this Tales from the Crypt alternate history. And it honestly works. I know it sounds a little bit on the goofy side, but William Sadler's performance here is actually really good, and you truly believe the guy. Billy Zane is great, too, as the collector. He's a perfect balance between comical and sinister. Even Jada Pinkett, who typically annoys me in a lot of things, such as Gotham, uh... She's actually pretty good in the movie as well. I liked her Geraldine character. I feel that everything works in this movie mostly because it's a fun movie to watch. You have some heady story elements that could definitely be heavy and weigh it down or even be controversial or offend somebody potentially. But the movie does keep a constant feel and keeps a constant feel of trying to keep it light but still providing that excellent backstory to everything. I think the balancing act that Ernest Dickerson did here is fantastic, and sadly, he doesn't really work in film too much anymore. He does a lot of TV shows, and he basically moved on to other things, such as The Walking Dead. Also, in my rewatch of this movie, I forgot how much I really enjoy the world of Tales from the Crypt and the Crypt Keeper himself. He's funny and a great host to introduce and do the outro for each episode. And thankfully, everything that's here is just great. And I strongly suggest if you watched this movie in the past, definitely give it a rewatch, especially if you haven't 
enjoyed it as much as what I have and presumably as much as what other fans have. But I actually almost forgot to mention my favorite scene in the movie. There's a part in the movie where it gets very meta and it's the character of Danny. He's actually reading Tales from the Crypt comic books and it starts doing a very meta way of breaking the fourth wall here because inside the comic, the Tales from the Crypt comic that Danny is reading, it starts playing out the actual events that are going to occur. And it's just a really cool scene, especially when you start seeing the pages flip themselves to different scenes. And seeing the comic horror mixed with the actual real-life horror in the movie, it's very, very well done. But I think I'm going to go and close out this episode again. If you haven't seen it, check it out again. It deserves a rewatch. As a reminder, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Adam underscore analyzes and also AdamAnalyzes.com. And don't forget about the contest. All you got to do is go to our Instagram, look for the creep show picture, tag two friends, and you're entered into the contest. Contest ends on October 30th. So good luck and good night.